cut yourself some slack because we get in this habit of blaming ourselves as parents, especially as mamas, and it is not us. (laughs) These are normal things that happen with all children. Thanks for tuning in to the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. I am your host, Dakota Falkowski, wife, mom, pediatric nurse practitioner, and nutritional therapy student. I am on a mission to creating true health and happiness for our family. And I'm hoping that this podcast will help you to do the same. My goal is to help conquer some of the fear, overwhelm, and straight up confusion that comes with raising a child in today's society through weekly episode on a variety of health and wellness topics. My hope is to leave you empowered, educated, and walking away with tangible steps to creating true health and happiness for not only your children, but most importantly for yourself. We have to remember that we are the perfect parent for our child, and it is okay that we are unprepared for this job. We are perfectly unprepared for the task of raising our families. Before we dive into this week's episode, I have a quick and important disclaimer. The information contained in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. The content solely represents the views and opinions of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of the content you have heard on this podcast. Perfectly Unprepared hereby disclaims any and all liability to any party for any direct, indirect, implied, punitive, special, incidental, or other consequential damages arising directly or indirectly from any use of the content which is provided as is and without warranties. Let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I truly enjoy showing up here every single week. It has been so fun diving back into the podcast with these episodes. I hope that you are finding them beneficial. I think the ones like today's episodes that are just really tangible that like you can implement something for your family and see the benefits is really truly what is going to make the biggest difference for you and your family. Obviously, I want to do a variety of episodes where you just get educated on different topics that maybe you wouldn't normally be researching on your own, or there's a lot of confusion around, such as the whole organic topic and the community-supported agriculture. But episodes like this, where I'm giving you specific just piece of advice that you can implement today are really the bread and butter of what I want this podcast to be about. And I think that they're what are really, truly you guys are wanting and are seeing the benefits from. So all of that being said, if you have been listening to the podcast and you have found any of these episodes beneficial, I would totally appreciate if you would go on and leave a rating and a review for the episode or for the podcast, just because I have had so many people reach out and say, you know, especially the smoothie episode and certain episodes where they're like, wow, that has been life-changing for our family. And I love hearing that feedback because it is so motivating to just think of new topics and to show up here and just to know that I'm truly helping you and your family to 
just live healthier lives. And so if that is something that you could take a second to do today, I would definitely, definitely appreciate it. So let's go ahead and dive into this week's episode of the podcast. And it's a fun one, tangible advice, like I said, that you can just implement today for your family. So one of the best ways that we can support our family's health is truly by increasing the variety in our diets. Increasing variety is the best way to truly ensure that we are getting the necessary vitamins and minerals in our diets that are required for all the proper functioning of all our body systems. And let me just tell you, that is way more than we actually give our bodies credit for. We a lot of times look at our bodies as like these just really just simple things where we just eat our food and digest it and go on with our day. Obviously, we know that our lungs are breathing, our heart is pumping, and there are so many other things going on, but I don't think we really think about those tiny, intricate processes that are happening in our cells in in the electrical conduction that is happening to make those processes happen. So I could get super nerdy here, but it is a lot of stuff that is having to happen, and it's all because of those vitamins and minerals that we are consuming in our diets. And I'll also say real quick right here, if you hear that I am extra out of breath, you are not wrong. (laughs) I am seven months pregnant when I'm recording this and I totally am feeling the shortness of breath already. I'm like, oh man, I got a ways to go here. But so these intricate processes require those vitamins and minerals. And so by asking this simple question, we can easily make strides in achieving this variety. And that simple question is, how can I add more color? So it's easy to get in this routine of just serving our favorites or keeping it simple. And then before we know it, we get to where all our meals and all our snacks look the same exact on a daily basis or even just a weekly basis which in and of itself is not a bad thing. I'm not saying you have to serve these extravagant meals to your children or that you have to have something new all of the time. However, it just makes us more prone to these nutritional deficiencies when we get in this rut of feeding our children or even ourselves the same thing all the time. This is also how we create those picky eaters. So Asking the simple question, how can I add more color when you're sitting down to that meal or starting to think about the meal that you're about to serve your children? Think about how can I add more color to this plate? So ideally, the more color on your plate, the better. So shooting for a goal of about five different colors is what would be our our you know, main goal. But if you can't get that right away, it's okay. Just start by working your way up. The best way to achieve this is by adding more fruits and vegetables, which really give us the best bang for our buck when it comes to those vitamins and minerals. And as you know, the fruits and veggies are what have those vibrant, vibrant colors. And, you know, for our kids, they're kind of more fun to look at. I really did try to make this a habit for our, for my own son from the get-go. So if you have a toddler or are just starting solids with your child, this is really a great way to begin things is just shooting for those five different colors so that you have a starting point. One thing to keep in mind is that it is normal 
let's listen to this again. It is normal for them to go through phases of liking foods and then want wanting nothing to do with that food again. So almost all kids go through these stages where they will eat really well. And then it seems like all they're eating is just a few bites all day long. So they're on these different ends of these spectrums. My son will go through phases of eating meat really well. And then all of a sudden he wants nothing to do with meat. Even some of his favorite foods like fruits and vegetables, he will go through phases like this, including blueberries. And he also really loves broccoli, but sometimes I'll put it on his plate and he doesn't even touch it. Some of this really truly is just their way of showing independence and this is a totally okay and developmentally appropriate response for them. So cut yourself some slack because we get in this habit of blaming ourselves as parents, especially as mamas, and it is not us. (laughs) These are normal things that happen with all children. So where we get into trouble though is when we stop offering those foods. So if we stop offering the food that they used to like, then they are less likely to start eating it again. And we have total control over this. And so if we have a quote unquote picky eater and only offer them what we know they are going to eat and leave off either the foods that we want them to eat or the foods that add more color like fruits and vegetables, then of course they are going to continue to not like them. They aren't going to ask for them on their plate, that's for sure. So they're not going to be like, oh, mom, can I have some broccoli? They're not going to do that. They're going to ask for those chicken nuggets. They're going to ask for those hot dogs. They're going to ask for those mac and cheese. So my suggestion is that even if you think they are not going to eat that particular food, still put it on your plate or on their plate because, you know, if... If we're not offering it, obviously they're never going to try it again. And they're, like we said, we're, they're not going to ask for it themselves. So we have to somehow try to break this cycle of things. And I don't want this to be a way to like start a battle of you need to eat this, you know, on their plate. But if it's there, you are definitely increasing the likelihood that they will at least try it. And guess what? So oftentimes it takes several times of just being exposed to the food for them to even try it or like it. So that broccoli or those strawberries or that kiwi, whatever it may be, it might have to sit on that plate a few times before them to be like, hmm, maybe I'll give this a shot. And like I said, if you never put it on their plate, they're never going to get that opportunity. So then when they go out and about or when, you know, you actually are like fed up with it, (laughs) they are going to really resist and push back. And again, this is normal. They're their bodies. And of course, like it's our job to feed them and nourish them, but they need to feel like they have some control. And this is honestly giving it to them. And I'm not saying like load heaps and heaps of food onto their plate. Honestly, that is a bad idea. One, because like you said, you know that you're probably going to waste that food. And two, it is intimidating for them. (laughs) So they look at it and they're like, wow, that's a lot. Like, I don't, I don't want that. And even for us, for foods that we're maybe (laughs) trying to eat because we want to be more healthy or whatever, we're more prone to eat it if we're starting off with a smaller portion. And so just putting a small portion, just put a couple 
blueberries or you know a small little section of that fruit or vegetable that you want on their plate and that way if they eat it great you can give them more sometimes when my son does this I will like secretly just start, keep sneaking more of that food onto his plate without him asking for it because it's something healthy that I want him to keep eating versus him getting done with his meal and then being like, oh, actually I want some more bread or I want some more pasta or that food that maybe we're not so keen on them having more of. So this is a great way to just introduce it. Like I said, don't put a huge amount, start with a small amount. And then if they're eating it, continue to add it on there. And I do feel like my son is definitely more likely to try something when I am not staring him down or, you know, begging him to try it because rather it's giving him back that independence. So just letting him do his thing. I definitely find that I have more success with him eating these foods. And this comes back to that independence factor. So a lot of times I'll catch him like, I will say, hey, like I do say sometimes, you know, do you want this food or try your, try your kiwi or eat your kiwi? And he's like, no. And then I turn around or go do something else or not like staring him down and he starts to eat it. So this is definitely a, something that they just do. It's not a big deal. And that's why we have to actually put it on their plates to actually see if they will like it and eat it. And unfortunately, we might just waste a little bit of food, but it's worth it's worth the battle in my opinion because otherwise they're not they're not ever trying it. I just had to pop in super quick to interrupt this episode and let you know about a really exciting freebie that I have created that I want to make sure everyone gets their hands on. When I started the nutritional therapy program, I am not even kidding you when I say that my mind was literally blown by the easy steps that we could be taking to improve our health. Like things that are so easy and actionable that we don't even think about and that I definitely don't talk to my patients about at the clinic. That is exactly why I have created this free resource because I want everyone to be impacted by all of the amazing things that I am learning along my journey. So this resource is two things that you can implement today to improve your and your child's health. They're easy and actionable, and I guarantee your mind will be blown as well. So to go ahead and get your hands on this free resource, all you have to do is follow the link that we have put in the show notes for you, or you can head over to perfectlyunprepared.com and just grab it from our website. If you're looking for easy ways to start your health and wellness journey with your family, this is the perfect first step. Let's go ahead and dive back into this week's episode. So let's talk about some examples of how we can envision this working into our day. So let's say that you do cereal every morning for breakfast. Can you add some blueberries or strawberries or raspberries to that meal? You picture cereal is very bland looking. How can we add some more color to that? 
If you do peanut butter toast, can you add some bananas and some hemp hearts? Hemp hearts are really good source of healthy omegas and they don't have really much of a flavor. If anything, somewhat of a Oh, like sort of nutty flavor and they're packed full of nutrition. So adding some hemp hearts on top. Bananas are also something that can be easily added to just like a plain peanut butter sandwich. We have to honestly get creative with some of this. So yes, sometimes you're going to have it where you can easily just, you have those kids plates and they have the separate little containers or the separate sections and you can add your little different colors or fruits and vegetables to those areas. But sometimes we have to get a little bit creative of how we can bring that color in. So if you're serving mac and cheese or pasta or chicken nuggets are like those staple foods for you, can you do a smaller portion of that and then do a side of broccoli, tomatoes, carrots, or peppers? Again, like you can have it on the side and I, you know, you can give them more of that staple if they're not going to eat the other stuff, but they're more prone to eating it if they're not, one, getting totally full on that main dish that we know they love, and two, if they have smaller portions, then maybe they might go ahead and reach for that broccoli, and you might be kind of shocked by it. So this also works when we are eating out. So we when we're eating out, we tend to keep it simple. If you look at a kid's menu, it's really disappointing at a lot of places. It's the same old like burger or chicken strips and fries or grilled cheese and fries or macaroni and cheese. They're very plain looking, but asking yourself, how can I add more color to this? Like, can you get that fruit cup on the side or can you get a side of veggies? Or do you have something on your plate, like a fruit or veggie or other side that can add a little bit more color that you can offer to them? Or maybe honestly, especially, especially with, I don't even know, you could do this with every kid, but toddlers were still carrying diaper bags and stuff. I oftentimes will throw in like a piece of fruit, say a orange that I can, um, that I can serve him either while we're waiting or during the meal so that you can bring maybe your own color to, to the picture as well. I've never seen where they're like mad about this or upset about this at a restaurant. It's not like you're not buying from them and adding, you know, adding to your order. You're still getting them a main plate. So, um, this is something to think about. We we just need to ask that simple question of how can I add more color to this plate at this moment? And I promise you, this does not have to be something difficult or require a lot of thought. It really is as simple as looking at the, the meal that you are serving and saying like, how can I add more color to this? Like it does not have to be those five things. Like we said, starting with one more thing, if you can add one more color to that plate rainbow, then go ahead and do it. And before you know it, you really are going to be increasing the variety of the things that you are serving, which in turn is increasing the variety of those vitamins and minerals that you're providing to nourish those developing bodies. So that is the coolest part about this is that you, every single new thing or every single color that you're adding is bringing something into their nutrition and into their system that they probably were lacking before and that they are really craving and needing. 
And so, you know, for many kids, you can even include them in this process and tell them why it's so important. So, you know, tell them why we need all these different vitamins and minerals for our bodies to function well. And for many kids, you know, have them come to the refrigerator and pick out a few different colors foods for themselves or have them search for variety in the grocery store. So that independence piece, a lot of times, especially in those young school age kids, it's important to them. And that's where some of that picky eating and that resistance and that battle is coming from is that they're more and more realizing that these are their bodies. So have them have them included in the meal making process decide, have them decide what kind of colors they want. And you can even make a game out of it. So picking out something at the grocery store that they would like to try that is colorful. So go to the produce section, encourage them to pick out something red or purple, orange and green, and make it just a fun experience so that you are less likely to have that battle when it comes to mealtime. And they are the one who picked out this new fruit or vegetable from the grocery store, and then they're going to be really pumped to try it. So something, you know, even, even if you're not shopping, have them pick out something red from the refrigerator that they can have from their meal. Have them pick out, you know, do a color for the day. So every meal they have to pick out something red to add to their meal or green to add to their meal or purple and just have those varieties available to them so that they can pick them out too. So this is just something fun and something to think about that you can implement today. I hope that this simple strategy is something that you, you know, can start to use to increase that variety and increase that color on your children's plate. And so if you implement these things, don't forget to tag us at Perfectly Unprepared on social media. I want to see your colorful plates and, you know, just the satisfaction of feeding your children something other than that typical bland food that, you know, that they've gotten the habit of eating. Have a great day. I'll meet you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Perfectly Unprepared podcast. I hope you walk away feeling educated and empowered. If you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review. This, along with sharing the podcast with others, is the best way to spread the word. Until next time, remember, you've got this.